0: So when I first started recording Understanding the Call, I didn't plan on having a part two. And then as I got into it, I realized, well, okay, so our interests and our passions, they do call us to another kind of life. They do force us to grapple with the unknown in pursuit of who we could become. And that is one way that we are called to an adventure in this life. And I think it's at least this language resonates with me, but it's it's fundamentally just a good idea to view your life as an adventure. I think that if you don't view your life as an adventure that you get to go on, you'll start to view it as something that you're forced to get through, like something you've got to endure. And that can turn a short life into a really, really long life. You know, we always say like, oh, life is short. You've got to, it's like, yeah, sometimes, but that bitch can feel really, really long when you're suffering. And that is a little bit about like what I want to talk about today because I think one of the other really strong ways that our life calls us to adventure is through the negative. You know, we might think of our interests and our passions as somewhat positive. It's like these things that we're sort of internally motivated to do. But another way that we're called to a new and deeper experience in this life, a different kind of adventure is through what doesn't work out, what uh doesn't make us feel good through depression for example. So okay so in the last episode I talked a little bit about this idea that if we drag everything into the rational like there are parts of life that get left out because not everything is linear. Well here's a perfect example. It's like when you pull something like a some sort of psychic illness or neuroses into the rational you end up explaining it as like a chemical imbalance as you've probably heard before as many of us have because we live in a very rational world and that's true the the chemicals are imbalanced but why it might be that the way that you've built your life isn't working for you see we all come into this world and we're we're given things we're given a roadmap for how to be here and just because we're given a roadmap for how to be here does not mean that that is what's going to lead us to fulfillment. That doesn't mean that we're going to be able to express our authenticity or our originality based on the map that we've been given. The map was created by somebody else, right? Fundamentally, that that is how it works. Their map, your parent's map, for example, or your caretaker, was created through their own trial and error. And that's only part of how we learn to be here, right? We also have attachment styles and we have We've, we've learned how to be in relationship with our primary caretakers and with other people. And so there are all of these different facets that, that give us a internal roadmap of how to be here in life and how to succeed. And as far as I'm concerned, that's the only question that we're ever actually asking ourselves, which is, how do I be here now? So it might be that the way that you're supposed to be here, I say supposed to, I don't mean that in some... Broad, like, oh, there's this huge plan for your life. Though I think that there is. I mean that more in the sense of you're set up to live in a certain way. Like, you've got a certain, you well, know, you've got interests and you've got passions and you've got all these things. But if you don't, if you deny them, sometimes what happens is all of the symptoms that we experience in life, they're actually trying to point us towards something. My partner, Danielle, does a really good job of helping people, but she helped me understand that anger tends to be a messenger. It's a it's a it's a message that some internal boundary has been crossed as she helps me helps me understand it. And so then you think, okay, so I'm getting this message that some internal boundary has been crossed. Now the question becomes then what is that? Like what what in my life is not succinct to how I feel that it should be right so so my value systems are not being met right now my my needs are not being met right now and so one of the ways that we're called to newer and deeper experiences in life is are through these symptoms so you might be depressed because there's a chemical imbalance but you might have a chemical imbalance because the, every every fiber of your being is trying to tell you it's not supposed to be like this for you this is not the life that you're supposed to be living right now there's something different for you there's something more meaningful for you and oftentimes what happens is when we go down those roads of apathy depression it it's like meaning gets evaporated like everything becomes meaningless right and I don't think as humans we're not we don't have to live meaningless lives like that's a that's something that maybe we choose to do, but it's certainly not something that we have to do. I talk a lot in my work about how meaning occurs, right? This is actions in alignment with our internal value system. That's creating meaning. This is seeing our our story nested within the context of a larger story, which is why historically myth and religion have given people so, such a deep, profound sense of meaning in their lives. And so we know how these things occur, and so we're not destined to to live as if this life is a trial that we have to endure. And so when it starts to feel like it is, it's inviting us to the adventure. It's telling us, look, it doesn't have to be this way. This is, at some point, becoming a choice. Now, I don't want to be cavalier about mental illness, for example, because I know, I, I tend to be prone to depressive episodes, and I just know that when you're in those things, it's like you're being gripped by this hopelessness. And it's so hard to see any other thing for your life. It's so hard to see any other alternative for how your life could be. And the paradox in that is that that's exactly what you're being invited toward. Because however your life is now, the symptom is being created as a byproduct of the way in which you're living your life. And so perhaps you're, you've crossed internal boundaries so often that you don't even know what those are. Perhaps you've lived in modes of people-pleasing for so long that you have zero clue on how to please yourself. And so when that happens, when we become disconnected from our own story in that way, and that—that that is what's happening here, right? So your adventure, you could think about, is your story to live while you're here. And so that the that potential as i talk to you it's calling you toward itself it's calling you toward a deeper and different kind of life and sometimes it's interests and passions and when we don't listen to those sometimes it's through depressive episodes sometimes it's through neuroses and things that don't work out one thing that became really clear to me when i had my whole life kind of fall apart and had a business crash and a relationship end and i was like facing the unknown and just terrified about it the one thing I did, I, I you know, because here's here's what happens, is when you go through these times, it becomes really difficult to lie to yourself. And I realized, like, in that moment, I'm like, I've been lying to myself about who I am and what I want and what I'm doing here and what I want my life to mean. And so now, now's the opportunity to get really real about who I actually am and what I actually want, and to do this really difficult inner work to find those parts of myself. And in doing that, you find that... That's the adventure. That's what you're being called toward. And so sometimes life comes along. And I know I've said this in my content often, but sometimes life comes along and it rips away everything that wasn't meant to be, wasn't meant wasn't meant for you in the first place. You know, but you were never gonna give it up because Who knows why, right? Because you convince yourself that you need that toxic relationship, or you convince yourself that you need, you must have that job that's making you miserable. Whatever it is, you must have this degree that, honestly, deep down, you don't really give a shit about. Like, you know, all of these different things happen. And when we don't acknowledge them, we don't acknowledge what's actually happening, the life that's trying to emerge through us below the surface, then... The scene turns negative. Then the whole thing starts to turn into a trial that we do have to endure. And the reason being is because we are not living our adventure. And maybe this language doesn't resonate with you. Well, to which I would say that this might not be the show for you because <laughs> because it's how I'm how I'm framing life these days. But it really does resonate with me. And the reason is is because it adds context to everything. You know, it adds context to what I'm going through. Yeah, maybe I am depressed or. Well, and I'm also being called to live in new, deeper, and different ways. And that's really scary. And so sometimes what we'd rather do is hold the depression and keep that rather than step into the expansive version of ourselves. And that's our prerogative. You're never going to change until you're actually ready to. Everybody knows that. That's why you can't make other people change. You've got to be in the despair long enough maybe, or you've got to... Um, have it your way long enough, maybe. But that impulse that's trying to emerge from within you, it's making demands of your life. And if you listen to them, you realize, ah, this is my call to adventure, my life collapsing. It's not the call I wanted that if you listen to, I talk about this in my new book. So if you listen to, um, my spoken word album, which I'll link up in the show notes of this episode if you're interested. I put the whole thing on YouTube, but there's one track in particular called A Painful Invitation. And it's this idea that life often invites us to new and bigger and even better ways of being in the world through ways that we would never choose all things being equal. Like we would never choose the breakup, we would never choose to lose the job. And that sucks. And that's part of life. And also, also, maybe it's inviting us to something different because maybe that was never meant for you in the first place. Maybe you've just convinced yourself so long that you actually wanted it, that you started to believe it. But perhaps if you started to really let your story unfold, really let your actions come into alignment with what you value, not with what you've been told to value, not with what other people have told you to value. Maybe in that instance, you start to see that, wow, there's a There's a thousand collapses that were all, that would be worth that. Cause I remember the lowness of the collapse that I've been talking about on here. And I remember these moments I've had with uh, my current partner, Danielle. And I just think, geez, that sucked so bad. And I was, I felt so forsaken in that moment. I felt like life turned its back on me and I would, (laughs) <laughs> it's sex to admit out loud because you never want this stuff to happen, but I would go through that over and over to end up with this human being where I am now. Because there are some ends that are absolutely justifying the means. Now this isn't always true, right? This isn't, sometimes we go through bad things and it's hard to really f- make sense of why that is. But sometimes those really negative situations, those really terrible feelings that we have, those bad things, they're actually inviting us to come home to ourselves. To the adventure that we were always here to live. Anyway, that's part two. <laughs> Love you guys. We'll talk later on Morning Coffee.